Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay. I can see I'm going to have to uh, upload a fresh copy of this to uh, Long Talk Radio when it's over. I haven't had to do that in a long time. All right, here's here's the thing. So one of the problems, one of the problems of doing that, if this ass cap wanted to do this, and, and it sounds like he wanted to, but it got shot down pretty easy, is because that's a that's a socialist way of doing business of controlling the masses at least that's my guess okay that's my guess so as far as what those conspiracy theory bonehead motherfuckers think Oh, it's part of the Rothschilds and Bilderbergs idea and plan. I don't give a fuck what they, what those conspiracy theory bullshit artists over there, over at uh, Infowars or what David John Sponheim have to say. Because according to them, it's, it was supposed to have happened decades ago. Like I said. So... That's enough about those idiots. But let's face reality for a moment. And when I say let's face reality, I'm talking reality, not conspiracy theory. Here's the reality. They cannot take the banks down because, A, that, that the money is, is insured by the FDIC. And... Uh, the, the uh, Federal Reserve does not do FDIC. Plus, you'd have to be able to go to a physical location. Well, the Federal Reserve only has one location. Well, at least I think it's only one location. But I believe there's only one location. There may be more. I don't know. But there's no Federal Reserve in my town can't go two towns over to the Federal Reserve. So what was this Soviet-born fuckhead thinking? The Russia do well to take rights of people. Russia do well to take rights of people and take money. Hmm. Yeah, well, sorry. This isn't Russia. And this ain't, and we don't live under the Kremlin's rule. So where, what does this leave us with? And why is the New York Post the only one reporting it? That's what got me curious. 
Well, I later discovered the Washington Post had something about it. But, yeah, it's crap. Um, that's not exact. That's not accurate, Gunslinger. I hate to be the bearer of bad news to that. I'll explain it later. Um, one of the things that, that most people actually, I can explain it now. There are some folks who who believe that the FDIC only insures back back accounts. No. Every new account and every existing account has to be insured by the FDIC. Federal deposits insurance has to has to they have to cover them. When there's a bank robbery, depositors have to know that their money has that they, that their money's insured, so they're not losing their shirts. Now. I'm doing my talking points live, so Gunslinger's not giving me a chance to go through the whole spectrum here. But whatever they're doing in Texas, they ain't doing in New York or New Jersey or Connecticut or in Indiana or in Massachusetts or in Tennessee or in California. Or I don't know what, what, they, what they're doing there, but if you have FDIC insurance, if the FDIC placard's on your bank, you're covered, your account's covered by the FDIC, period. And if the bank told you otherwise, they better go back to school. They need to go back to school. Because here's the bottom line, folks, okay? I'm going clo- to stop looking at my chat room because it's distracting. Here's the bottom line. Every bank in all 50 states that shows the, the card that says, protected by FDIC or something to that effect, every current account, new account, all accounts have to be protected under the FDIC, period. If your bank doesn't have FDIC protection, go to a bank that does. Dead serious. Because any bank that says that they only cover old accounts, I'd really run, leave that bank in a, in a fucking hurry. I wouldn't waste time with them. And what I would do is I would make damn sure that you see a sign that says FDIC. If the FDIC logo is not on that building anywhere, on the outside or on the inside, don't do business with that place because they're only going to bullshit you. FDIC protection... Is, is, is very important. A friend of mine, his bank was robbed. Okay? This happened up in Connecticut about 25, 30 years ago. All right? And his bank had FDIC insurance, and he had just opened the, the bank account three days before the, the bank robbery hit. His account was covered. He asked the bank manager... It's, it's protected? He said, yes. FDIC insurance protection is, is, is issued to every account, all current accounts as well as new ones. Okay? 
And if that means an old account, like uh, one you, op- you that you've had for 25 or 30 or 40 years, well, there you go. You're protected. You open a bank account today, it's protected. It has to be. Very few financial institutions can uh, go around saying that they don't protect, F- that, that they don't have FDIC protection, that they don't, that it's only for this or that. And no, they're bullshitting you. I can guarantee it. Now, getting back on the topic at hand of my talking points, now Biden picked this this moron as you know for the tre- for the position of Treasury Controller. Okay. So where was this? Now, he is a Soviet-born and apparently a Soviet-educated professor. I don't think we should be listening to anyone working for Joe Biden. Ever. All right? And the way things are being written today, let me just say for the record, I don't trust bureaucrats. Never did, never will. All right. As always, there's a hashtag to use, and that's hashtag FFNOP. Again, that's hashtag FFNOP. Use the hashtag to trend this all over the globe on social media right now. So with that being said, hey, it is now time for the rest of the story. All right. Before I uh, go to the people on the phones, there's one thing I'm going to do, because honestly, this is, this is just one of those things where just got to look. And I don't use Google anymore. I stopped using Google a long time ago. Okay? I started using DuckDuckGo.com. So if anybody wants to know about more about something, go use that search engine. They're a little more reliable. Now, the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, that's what, FDIC, that's what FDIC stands for, in case anybody's ever wondered, is one of two agencies that provide deposit insurance to depositors uh, in American depository institutions, a.k.a. banks, and the other being the National Credit Union Administration. 
which regulates and ensures credit unions, like where I belong. Now, the FDIC is a United States government corporation providing deposit insurance to depositors in American commercial banks and savings banks. Okay? Now, the FDIC was created by the 1933 Banking Act, which was enacted during the Great Depression to restore trust in the American banking system. Okay? Now, more than one-third of banks failed in the years before the FDIC's creation. And bank runs were pretty much a common thing. Now, the insurance limit was initially $2,500 U.S. per ownership category, and this was increased several times over the years. All right, since the passage of the Dodd-Frank Wall Street Reform and Consumer Protection Act in 2011, the FDIC insures deposits in member banks up to $250,000 per ownership category. All right? Now, the FDIC insurance is backed by the full faith and credit of the government of the United States of America. Not that I have any tr- much trust and faith in that, uh, just so you're aware. And since its inception in 1933, no depositor has ever lost a penny of FDIC-insured funds. The FDIC and its reserves are not funded by public funds. Member banks' insurance dues are the FDIC's primary source of funding. Okay? Now, the FDIC also has a $100 billion U.S. dollars line of credit with the Treasury Department. Now, as of September of 2019, the FDIC provided deposit insurance at over 5,256 institutions. The FDIC also examines and supervises certain financial institutions for safety and soundness, performs certain consumer protection functions, and manages receiverships of failed banks. Okay. Now, the ownership categories, all right, each ownership category of a depositor's money is insured separately up to the insurance limit and separately at each bank. Thus, a depositor with $250,000 in each of three ownership categories at each of two banks would have six different insurance limits of $250,000 for a total insurance coverage of six times 250000 that's $1,500,000, okay? The, district, the, 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 the distinct ownership categories are as follows. Now, check this out. Single accounts, accounts not falling into any other category. Probably sounds like uh, the average John and Jane Q public to me. Certain retirement accounts, including individual retirement accounts or IRAs, joint accounts, accounts with more than one owner with equal rights to withdraw. Tongue tied. Revocable trust accounts. Never heard of those. Of course, you always learn something new every day around here, you know? 
that's containing the words payable on death or in trust for, etc. Oh, you know what they, we used to call those, uh, uh, they, they were basically, uh, tr- they were trust funds. Or in my case, uh, my father's aunt, my great aunt Annie, left my siblings and I a certain amount of money. I got the most of, them, of all of us. And it was done through the surrogate courts. Placed there in trust for me and my siblings. Irrevocable trust accounts. I think that actually is more uh, the, the type that I'm talking about, not the revocable. Employee benefit plan accounts, deposits of a pension plan. Corporation slash partnership slash unincorporated association accounts. There's a mouthful. And government accounts. Now, all of that, a part, all amounts of it, God, I hate getting getting into a stuttering fit. It's annoying. Pardon me. I didn't feel like cooking, so I had peanut butter and uh, peanut butter with, with strawberry preserves. No wonder I'm 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 burping. Shame on me. Um, all amounts that a particular depositor has in accounts in any particular ownership category at a particular bank are added together and are insured up to $250,000. For joint accounts, each co-owner is assured, unless the account specifically states otherwise, to own the same fraction of the account as does each other co-owner, even though each co-owner may be able, may, may be eligible, sorry, to withdraw all funds from the account. Now, of course, thus this means that if three people jointly own a $750,000 account, the entire account balance, excuse me, oh shit, now I'm going to start yawning. This is getting ridiculous. <laughs> the entire account balance is insured because each depositor's $250,000 share of the account is insured. Now, the owner, of the, the owner of a revocable trust account is generally insured up to $250,000 for each unique beneficiary, subject to special rules if there are more than five of them. Thus, if there is a single owner of an account, that is specified as in trust for, payable on death to, etc., three different beneficiaries, the funds in the account are insured up to $750,000. Okay? So, bottom lining it, Okay, if if your if your if your financial institution doesn't have FDIC protection, or what uh, what was or credit or the credit union type of protection, uh, which is the National Credit Union Administration, find another bank or credit union fast. Make sure they have FDIC protection. 
In short, FDIC protection applies to everyone, not just the rich and hoi folloi. The same goes with the credit unions. What I just read here confirms that. It really does confirm it. Plus, I've, I've been smart enough to ask questions over the, over the years. Uh, back when I, fir- I had my first bank account, I also asked questions about FDIC, and the bank managers were always very pleasant to, uh, and very willing to talk with me about it. When I went to the credit union in 2003, same thing. I asked questions. Yes, I knew about the National Credit Union Administration, which is the basic equivalent of the FDIC. So guess what? People who have had bank accounts for 10, 20, 30 years, 40 years, and then some, they're protected. You opened a bank account five years ago, you're protected. You opened up one today, you're protected. Up to $250,000. Now, having said that, I hope that clears up any misunderstandings or misconceptions that people may have had. Lord knows it's not hard to figure to find this information if you really want to look for it. Okay? Now, Gunslinger, you're at, you asked a good question. What if your what if what happens to your money if the bank closes down? Now, are you talking if the bank goes out of business? Well, if if the bank goes out of business, if it if it's whatever, or if it gets robbed, individual accounts are only assured to two hundred fifty thousand dollars, quarter million. What if you got more right. than a quarter million? Okay, and if you're only insured to a quarter million, they'll pay up to a quarter million dollars. Yeah, absolutely, that's great. But if you say you got a million dollars or a million and a half in there, they'll pay up to $250,000, yeah. But the rest of it, <laughs> good luck, <laughs> okay? In other words, you just lost your money. I mean, they got to have a limit on shit, and there's a limit, $250,000. Crazy, but... Well, you, you know something? That, that you know, I, I think, I, you know, I agree. That does sound a bit crazy. So you know what I suggest? Yeah. Talk to talk to the bank, right? Tell them, listen, I, I just got a, a couple of questions about FDIC. I know that with, with say, like my individual account, it's protected up to $250,000 on the FDIC. But what if a person has like a million dollars in the bank, you know, that sort of thing? How much are they, in, does, do, do they are they insured any higher than $250,000 and stuff? I'm going to say right now, Gunslinger, they insure the accounts, okay? I would venture to guess that the FDIC limit then goes up after $250,000 for accounts over that amount. I would venture to guess that's the I case. But I know. Know. play it safe, and play, play it safe and, and, and ask your financial institution. That's all. I know how we can prove it. You give me a million and a half, and I'll go put it in the bank. <laughs> and it's kind of like though he was going to pull that. I and, knew you were going to pull that. And it's, 
and it's kind of the same thing because there's a little bank right down the street here back well, 20 years ago, maybe even longer. Um, one of my best friends there, he was working in a little town there called Red Oak, Texas. He was working as a reserve police officer down there. And this bank right down here is still there. It changed names and rebuilt the building two or three times. But that bank that was there, it went out of business, okay? And that buddy of mine, he got the unfortunate lucky job to guard the bank on a Friday evening when people oh, wanted no. to get paid. He said, he says, I'm lucky I had a gun on because them motherfuckers, they were getting out of their cars. They were cussing at me, throwing shit at me. And, man, they were pissed off motherfuckers. Because they couldn't get their money. They had their, you know, their paycheck. Hey, I want my goddamn money, you know. But the bank was out of business. He said, I'll never do that. He said, I would have never done that again. I mean, it's like a mob. And yeah, don't blame them. Well, you see, now, now that's a good question. What do you do if the bank you're doing business with goes out of business? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, especially now, and, and think about this, Gunslinger. You raise a really good question here, because now let's say. And by the way, Mike's on the line with us, and I'll get some thoughts from him on this too. But let's say, for the sake of discussion, you've been doing business with this place for fifteen, twenty years. Um, we'll call it, we'll call it ABC ABC Bank. You know, for without mentioning a name of of any one bank, so not to so not to get any financial institutions pissed off at me for 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 using them as an example, and having and having their uh, depositors going. I heard on Firefox News online last night, so and so bank. No, we don't want that. No, no. Uh, uh-uh. peace, people. So. For the sake of this discussion, the name of the bank is ABC Bank. And if there's a bank out there named ABC Bank, you need to change your fucking name. I'm serious. <laughs> change the fucking name of your bank real quick. That's too fucking easy. That's like, we here at the First National Bank. Okay, was there a second and third national bank too? How many First National Banks oh, I mean, are there in America? I mean, <laughs> that sort of thing. I mean, so it's go kind, ahead, it's kind of like please. I wasn't done, you know, but go ahead. It's kind of like what they do: the First Baptist Church, the Second Baptist Church, the Third Baptist Church. You know, that's. I mean, why would you? Why would you handcuff yourself by? Calling yourself the first national bank or the second national bank or the third national bank, you know. So not or, the topic. I was joking. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Goofball. I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. Uh, we have we have basically three banks in our in the little town that I'm next to, and all of them are covered by the FDIC. Now we do have a building on loan. Building and loan. And that too is covered by the FDIC, but that's that's a totally different thing, uh, kind of. No, it's uh, right. Building loans, yeah, traditionally are you know are just that. They're they're a, lo- a financial lo- a loaning a loan institution. They're not an actual bank, right. but they are protected under the FDIC nonetheless. 
which right. I always so thought we have three banks. We have we have three banks. Three banks that are considered banks here uh, that are all covered by the FDIC. So that means that Mr. X, Mr. Y, and Mr. Z can have each have each have a uh, at one each have an account at different banks, and they're all covered up to two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Now, right. I don't foresee any of the any of these banks going out of business anytime soon unless we have one of these big bigger banks like Bank of America or Citibank or something move into the town, right? You know, where it'd be like Walmart coming in, right? And one of these banks would have to go away. Maybe two of them would have to go away. But uh that's I don't foresee a Citibank or a Bank of America or whatever moving into this. So I don't want to call it podunk, but it's like at most it's got 10,000 people in the town, right? At most at any given time. So I don't foresee that happening. So I don't foresee the either either any of these three banks uh, closing down anytime soon. Now. If things get bad, could there be a run on the bank? Could it be a run on the banks? Possible. But we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. You know, everything, everybody in this town, depend, doesn't matter who you are, is covered by the FDIC. Their accounts are covered by the FDIC. Everybody. So... There you go. That's how it works. Yeah. <clears throat> now, now let me let me just point out something so that everyone is clear on this. Okay. If, say, ABC Bank, which now I'm glad I can finally finish what I was saying. If ABC Bank all of a sudden <clears throat> goes out of business, okay, they go out of business. Now. You don't find out about it until, like, say, a day or two later. There is a recourse for you. Okay? That's when you, that's when you contact the people that run the FDIC. And you tell, because they have to, they, they'll immediately, they'll know about it. Before you do, they'll know about it. Have your bank account number, full name, Name and address of the branch you did business with, okay, including your, your basic information, name, address, and so forth. And you talk to those, to those folks at FDIC and say to them, look, the bank is gone. It's closed. There's, it didn't move. It, they, they closed for good. And I had money in that bank. I just found out they closed. What am I supposed to do? You're insured up to two hundred fifty thousand dollars. They they got to give you. There's there's a way to get your money back, thanks to FDIC. Okay, so it's not a, it's not gone forever, but it will take some. It will take time to get back. Unfortunately, that's the downside to this. It's going to take. It's a process, like with anything else. It could take thirty days. 60 days, even 90 days, depending on how many claims 
for that bank hit them all at once. Okay? And let's, let's not forget, an individual bank is not the main branch, may not be the main branch. The main branch or the, headqu- the, the main headquarters of this bank, this financial institution, may have outlying branches, kind of like that of a tree. Okay? Now, like the Bank of New York, before they went out, before they were gobbled up by uh, Chase Bank. All of the accounts under the Bank of New York switched automatically over to Chase. Now, I had pulled my money out of the Bank of New York long before the, they, they were gobbled up. But I knew people that had bank accounts with the Bank of New York around the same time I did. What happened was they, the, Chase, Chase Manhattan, which, or with, you know, basically Chase Bank, when they took over, all of the Bank of New York accounts switched to, over to Chase accounts. Now, all of the account holders were notified. Either they, they, they were notified by U.S. mail and they were called on the phone. Now, I can safely say, without fear of contradiction, that many of the people that had accounts with the Bank of New York, in my hometown especially, had no problem with the switchover because it went very smoothly. The transition over time was gradual. Thing is, it happens. But when a bank goes completely belly up, when they go out of business, that's when the FDIC has to, has to come into play big time. Because now, you're talking about your bank account. Even if you only have two or $300 in the fucking account, when that bank closes, the FDIC covers you up to $250,000. That means you get, your, you get your, your money back. Okay? So that's two or $300 that you, that you think is gone forever? Nope. That's when you, you immediately contact FDIC and say, excuse me, but... ABC Bank just went out of business. They didn't move. They're gone. They're done. They're toast. Closed for good. And I had money in the account. I just found out two days after they closed. What are my options? What's, what, 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 what do I need to do since it was FDIC insured? Deal with the process. Take it one step at a time. Because at the end of the day, one of two things is going to happen. It's going to take four fucking ever, and you'll get your money back. Just don't count on it happening right away. I'll tell you that right now. Don't count on it happening one, two, three. Because nothing, I don't give a fuck what anybody says, nothing goes that quick. It's not like you snap your fingers, oh, bank closed permanently? Here's your money in another bank account and another bank. It doesn't work that way. Trust me. <laughs> um, okay. So I want to get into this, uh, this story, though, because this is what triggered this conversation in the first place. Boy, you talk about, you know, you know fellas, we talk, we, when people start talking about money, now I know what my mom and dad argued over so much 
It wasn't the fact that they had four kids. It wasn't the fact that they that they were uh, having to fight through the 70s with the energy crisis and gas prices being so high and food prices going up and all that other good shit like they're doing today. No, it was because of money, 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 money. Anybody that remembers the old WWF and the million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase, that's where that came from. Sorry. Just had to throw that out there. All right. So the New York Post brought this up on September 30th, and uh, it's, still relative, it's still fairly out there. Biden's Soviet-raised pick for the Treasury – sought to end sought an end to banking as we know it. That's what the post headline reads. Now check this out. Biden's controversial pick for the Treasury Department's comptroller of the currency is a USSR born and educated professor who has praised the former Soviet Union's lack of a gender pay gap while recently advocating for ending banking as we know it by moving Americans' finances from private banks to the Federal Reserve. Soleil Amarova, Amarova, yeah, Ooh, I actually got that, I think I got that right. So Soleil Amarova, a Cornell University law professor, was tapped by, the, by Biden September 23rd, to oversee the nation's biggest banks and federal savings associations with the White House calling her one of the country's leading academic experts on issues related to regulation of systematic, systemic risk and structural trends in financial markets. Excuse me. Sorry about that. If approved, Amarova would be the first female and non-white person in the position. Her nomination has sparked criticism from Republicans, who say she is seeking to radically re to she's seeking to radically reshaping the basic architecture and dynamics of modern finance. And reportedly, Janet Yellen. Biden's Treasury Secretary raised concerns about her taking the post. In in an early 2021 paper titled The People's Ledger, Amarova argued for making private banks non-depository lenders, changing banking as we know it. Amarova was picked to be the Treasury Department's comptroller of the currency. Okay, just a reminder. Banks, in other words, will not be special anymore, she wrote, advocating for separating their lending function from their monetary function. Once banks lose their special status and entity-based access to, to the public subsidy, they will inevitably lose their appeal as potential acquisition targets for other financial institutions, she added. Amarova 
echoed these sentiments in a 2019 documentary film called Assholes, a theory where she called Wall Street's culture a quintessential asshole industry, according to the Daily Mail. Now, Senator Pat Toomey, Republican from Pennsylvania, the ranking member of the Senate Banking Committee, said said he had serious reservations about her nomination. But excuse me. Holy shit. Sorry, folks. It's either I do that or I puke. Take your pick. I'm sure you'd rather me be- me burp than puke. Miss <sighs> Amarova has called for radically reshaping the basic architecture and dynamics of modern finance, including nationalizing retail banking and having the Federal Reserve allocate credit. This is what he said in a statement. She has also advocated for effectively ending banking as we know it. In light of these and other extreme leftist ideas, I have serious reservations about her nomination. North Carolina Republican Representative Patrick McHenry, ranking member on the House Financial Services Committee, also shared reservations, calling out Biden for placating his radical base with the nomination. Biden is once again placating his radical base by nominating Soleil Amarova as the head of the OCC. I am concerned Professor Amarova will prioritize a progressive social agenda over the core mission of the OCC, supervising and managing risk in our financial system. This is uh, what McHenry said. Excuse me, now I got a yawn. Shit. I, I slept for two and a half, three, no, excuse me, three and a half hours before tonight's broadcast. Damn. Our financial regulators must focus on pro-growth policies that foster innovation to build a robust and inclusive economic recovery. Rather than Democrats' obsession with vague social objectives, Yellen, too, was skeptical about the nomination, according to the Wall Street Journal. Amarova has been slammed in the past for appearing to praise and support Soviet Union ideals. In 2019, she posted to Twitter in support of the old USSR, where there was no gender pay gap. She attempted to do damage control after being criticized for it, but failed to fully condemn the Soviet Union. I never claimed women and men were treated absolutely equally in every facet of Soviet life, but people's salaries were set by the state in a gender-blind manner, and all women got very generous maternity benefits. Both things are still a pipe dream in our society, she wrote. Amarova was born in Kazakhstan, in the former Soviet Union, and moved to the U.S. in 1991 to pursue her Ph.D. at the University of Wisconsin. Despite the criticism, the professor has garnered support, notably from Senator 
Elizabeth Warren, Democrat from Massachusetts, who has called the nomination tremendous news. She would. She is an excitement. She is an an excitement. Let me read. Let me read that again. She uh, she is an excellent choice to oversee and regulate the activities of our nation's largest banks, and I have no doubt she'll be a fearless champion for consumers. Warren said in a Facebook statement. Uh, just a little uh, editorial comment here. Uh, when I started to read this paragraph. I said, ex- I, said ex- I said excitement, and when the word is actually written, excellent. So that was my typographical s- silliness. Uh, sorry about that. Senate Banking Committee Chair Senator Sherrod Brown, Democrat from Ohio, praised the professor's experience as a policymaker in the private sector and in academia urging his colleagues to support the nomination. Her experience as a policymaker in the private sector and in academia will allow her to work with stakeholders across our financial system to ensure the the economy works for everyone and to protect our economic recovery from the risky activities of Wall Street and other bad actors, Brown said. I call on my colleagues on the Banking and Housing Committee to support this historic nominee to this position critical to our economy. Okay, first of all, she is old USSR Rusky, okay? There is nothing that good that came out of the old USSR. Nothing. Look at the current president of, of Russia, Vladimir Putin. Oh, Vladdy's a former KGB operative. He's former KGB. Okay. And what was the KGB part of? The Union for Socialist Soviet Republics, or the USSR. No. She's not a good choice for anything. I wouldn't even pick her to be a dog catcher. Of course, if you saw a picture of what she looks like, personally, I think she looks like a dog myself. As a matter of fact, uh, tell you what, uh, where is it here? No, there. Um, Let me show you what she looks like. Woof, woof. Sorry, she's not she's not attractive, not to me anyway. Uh, oh, she's a she's a professor. Yeah, okay, whatever. But I'm sorry, this no, she is a so she's a, she's a fucking rusty from the old Soviet Union days. And if she believes in the old ways of the Soviet Union. Fuck her. Ain't happening. And if any and if she gets in, we got problems. Now very quickly here. 
Now, Cherokee Rose said, what if you have more? I think that's uh, a question of uh, more money in the account. You know, like if it's over two, the, the 250000 Well, I think I, I answered that already. Pretty sure I did. Um, of course, that's but, – but to, to that point, by the way, Gunslinger, if it's over a million dollars, that's why a lot of folks break it up into different accounts. And even Cherokee Rose said the same thing, I believe. Um, so to answer that. Um, okay. Mike, I'm going to start with you on, on this one. This gal is former she, – she, she was born in the Soviet Union and shit. She came to this country in 91 to get her Ph.D. She, she wants to close the banks as we – she wants to end banking as we know it, based on a Soviet model by the looks of it. What do you say, brother? First things first, though, I've seen that picture, and there, you can't drink that pretty. You know, I mean, really, I'm a sober that, person today. No, 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 no. I mean, there's there's sometimes when you can, you can, when you can. I've heard when you can at two when the bars close down, and the last, there's a last girl in the place. You might take that home, but not this particular girl. I mean, and she's not the only Democrat that looks that way. Uh, you know, uh, Elizabeth Warren's no looker either, you know, but that's that's neither here nor there. Yeah, this girl is nothing good has come out of, has ever come out of the KGB and the Politburo, you know, nothing, zero, you know. And this is, this is she's coming from, she's coming from one of the stands, right? Kazakhstan or whatever the hell it's called, Kazakhstan or whatever the hell it's called, you know. Kazakhstan is it's it's like, part of the old Soviet yeah. Union bloc. Yeah, yeah. So, and he believes that way. And, and there, I mean, look, I go back to, I go back and the, they're definite communists in the government as we, as we look at it. And including a guy in Bernie Sanders who freaking took his uh, honeymoon in Russia, you know. So, you know, you got that going on. You got this lady who, if she has her way, all three, the three banks that I mentioned earlier in my town, they closed down. And everything with go through Baton Rouge or world. I mean, I, I would have, I don't, I don't think we have a fed bank here in Louisiana and we might, but I, I know, I know there's one down of, over there in Dallas, you know, you know, federal reserve in Dallas. I know there's, know there's one in Denver, I think, but that's neither here nor there. I mean, I'm just worried of, uh, I would be worried and rightfully so about where where I would get where I would get my money from, you know, in terms of banking, you know. Right now I can go to the bank and withdraw a, a specific amount of money and 
there you go. There's your money. You know, or I can have a car or a checkbook or whatever. But this woman wants to, like he said, again, everything they're doing, everything the Democrats doing is radical, radical, radical stuff. And it has been radical, radical stuff. And this woman is no different. This thing is no different. You know, I'm surprised. I'm not going to get into that. But she's no different. She's she's a radical. She's a communist. She's a socialist. And she wants to accelerate, you know, us going, America going socialist or communist, going from maybe 25 miles an hour to about 80 miles an hour, you know. And that's that's a huge that's a huge leap. You know, that is a huge leap in speed in what she wants to do. And probably if she's thinking about, if she's this, I mean, it's not, we know, we know that a lot of what he's doing, that Biden is doing, fuck him, is, is people pulling his strings. So this isn't really his nominee. This is, the people who are pulling his strings as nominee. That he's only doing what they're telling him to do. And they want this these people want this person in that position. And they want it bad and they want it now. Now, are they gonna get it? Uh who knows with the way things are going with these some of these spineless Republicans, you know, but We'll just have to see if she actually gets there. Back to you, George. Yeah. You, you know, and I agree. Biden only does what he's told. He even admitted to that. So we already know that to be the case. So I don't know. I mean, there, there, has, to be, there has to be a, a fine line. And if what I saw today on Newsmax is any indicator, 22 and 24 will go back to the Republicans because people across this country are so fed up. Even people who voted for this or allegedly voted for this asshole are saying, We've had it with the Democrats. They're not doing what they said they were going to do. People, I'm going to tell you the same thing I've been saying for years. The fact of the matter is, and it doesn't matter what party they're with, okay? A politician, especially career politicians, will tell you to your face, Yes, vote for me. I promise I will lower taxes, increase jobs, and yes, we'll make sure that there's a a stake on every plate. You know, kind of like the old-fashioned Barker politicians of old. Well, here's what the politicians actually do when once they get voted into the seat they're they're going to be sitting in. 
They sit back, prop their feet up. I can't prop my feet up because I can't lift my legs that high right now. They're too stiff and sore. But let's say, you know, he's, they're just laying back in their seat like this and going, ah, those stupid motherfuckers voted for me again. And they're not going to get one fucking thing I promised them. How stupid can they be? Trust me. Behind closed doors, all by their lonesomes, they're smoking on. They're sitting there, with, in, with figuratively speaking, with a cigar in, there, in one hand and a brandy and a brandy sif, sif, uh, sif, sniffer in the other, going. Ah, I lied to them and they bought it tooth and nail. So trust me when I say politicians are only good for two things: no good. And absolutely, telling and telling you absolute, utter, and I do mean not shift, but bullshit. Gunslinger, talk to me. What do you think of this well, you know, situation? It's pretty simple. When you have somebody that comes from a communist dictatorship like. Russia, they're going to try to change everything. They want, you know, just like when you got the the, the raggy heads over there wanting to come over here and change our way of doing things the way they like it. Well, it ain't gonna work. Sorry, no, 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 not going We ain't going there. Okay, you know, bring that Sharia, Sharia law and all that bullshit. Okay, but these people think the same thing. <laughs> Oh well, I'm just I'll just leave my country and we'll go over here to the United States. I'm going to try to radicalize do all that shit over here like I did in my own home country. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> right there, right off the bat. Being gonna work. So when you have people like that to doing that, what do you expect? I mean, the D- Democrats of course they're gonna applaud that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know. You can't have one centralized bank. You know, they tried that over there in Europe for a long time. <laughs> Obviously, it didn't work too well. But it worked for the rich, yeah. But for the poor, no. <laughs> so that's what they want to do over here. They want to create one central bank. It's yay for the rich and fuck you for the poor. You wouldn't even get your fucking foot in a, in a bank like that if they had their way like this dumbass wants. Uh, if you're rich and you could drive up in a limousine, well, hell yeah, come on in there, Mr. Mister Senator. Yeah, oh, you want to deposit a $100 million more dollars? Sure, we'll take your money. But if, like, Mike comes in there, pouring it up, then a piss hand. Ah, yeah, security, uh, uh, Mark, his motherfucker out here. He's not welcome here. It's the same thing. Listen. Well, I'll put, <laughs> I'll put this to you. Politicians... Uh, are with a plug nickel, and they're about as much fun as a pregnant piss ant. And well, I've never seen a pregnant piss ant, so couldn't tell you. But if I had to, if, but if I had to say what one looks like, I'd say, look up the definition of pregnant piss ant, and you'll see a picture of Maxine Maxipad Waters. How's that grab you? Or Nancy Pelosi, or AOC. Or 
Ayanna Presley or Jaya Paul or whatever the fuck, whoever the fuck else. Okay, but let's face reality, America. They want to turn this. Oh, excuse me. Wow, this is getting bad, folks. And I've had the hiccups all day long on and off. That's even worse. I wish I knew what was causing it. Okay, now I'm going to start yawning again. My body is getting very, very temperamental. It's not fair, but it happens. Look, as far as I'm concerned, you know, Biden's a loser. He's a pathetic loser. So is, so is that waste of space Kamala Harris. And let's not forget, yes. Oh, I have that story, Gunslinger. Oh, you did. He, he showed me some. He, you know, he put a, he put a story in the in the Mixler chat. Yeah, I, I that, that was actually one of the first ones I grabbed today. <sighs> yeah, get to that in a few moments. Uh, you'll find out, folks, what we're talking about in a few moments. Now I lost my train of thought. See, that's that's not fair. I was I was on a good roll, and then all of a sudden I got discombobulated. Ah, I'm telling you, my friends do this to me all the time. They discombobulate me. <laughs> Unfair. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. Whoever, who said life is, is ever fair? Anyway. <laughs> um... Okay, now I'm gonna get pissed off because I am I go to say something and I yawn instead. Wow. That's just not fair. I've got an intro for this that's that that, that has to do with what today is. For those of you who are still into, and it is still the 11th of October here in New York until midnight, traditionally it's Columbus Day. Not anymore. Fuckhead in the White House, Dementia Joe, signed something naming today Indigenous People Day. It is no longer Columbus Day, thanks to him. But I still call it Columbus Day. Sorry. But get this. The mayor of New York City, Bill de Blasio, was ruthlessly jeered at the New York City Columbus Day Parade. Say it isn't so, de Blasio. Check this out. Mayor Bill de Blasio just discovered a whole new world of people who can't stand him. His honor was ruthlessly jeered at Monday's Columbus Day Parade, where several members of the crowd shouted obscenities and insults at him as he made his return to the early the year the yearly sorry not early but yearly 
Italian-American celebration. Now, they have to censor it, but here we do not. (laughs) Fuck you, you piece of shit, a man yelled at the mayor, igniting applause from other attendees. Fuck you, de Blasio, you piece of garbage, screamed another as the mayor strolled down Fifth Avenue in Manhattan. Get out of here, you piece of shit, you garbage. You're garbage, sorry. Now, East Villager Suzanne Miller waved an Italian flag as she explained to the Post why she felt the mayor received such a cold reception. Cold, hell, it was practically Antarctic cold. I love my New York people. I love my blue. I'm tired of the crime. I'm tired of him dividing people, she fumed. He can he can go to God he can go to goddamn hell. Exact quote, folks, of what she said. Several hecklers peppered de Blasio with derision as he took photos with Cardinal Timothy Dolan on the steps of St. Patrick's Cathedral. The Archbishop of New York, however, defended de Blasio. What a dope. All I can say is this. He and I have gotten along well. We talk candidly and disagree. Excuse me. Sorry, folks. And disagree on stuff, but he's been a gentleman. We've worked together. Have there been controversies? Sure. This is what Dolan told the Post. In general, I'm grateful, very grateful, that we got along so well. He's being polite, folks. He's a cardinal, you see. Supposed to be. The parade participants, numbering less than usual, under 10,000, according to the NYPD, weren't as happy with the mayor. Yeah, for the for the FDNY, boo for you, one said. Yay for the FDNY, boo for you. Okay. I can dig that. Another jeered at the lame duck mayor. Can't wait for you to leave. One taunted de Blasio with their thumbs down. You suck. The reaction came as no surprise to Republican mayoral candidate Curtis Slewa, who predicted de Blasio would be derided at the event celebrating Italian heritage. I'm looking forward to Bill de Blasio being booed, the Guardian Angels founder said, when asked what he was looking forward to about the event. He got elected saying he was 100% Italian. Now watch the Italians boo him. Before the event, the mayor said he's very proud of his Italian heritage and that it can be honored alongside Indigenous Peoples Day.
Italian Americans, tens of millions of Italian Americans, came to this country, made this country a better place. You've got to honor the Italian American people. That's what the day should be about. He told a group of reporters before marching, it doesn't have to be a contradiction. Let's love and respect Italian American heritage. I'm very, very proud of it. Let's also acknowledge the history of Native Americans and support them. Uh, Though he is of Italian ancestry through his mother's side, de Blasio has often not enjoyed a close relationship with the Big Apple's Italian-American community. Now, in 2019, the mayor was ripped when his wife, Charlene McRae, removed Mother Frances Cabrini, America's first canonized saint, from a list of honored women under consideration for a statue in the five boroughs. Now, last year, de Blasio sparked outrage from his fellow Italian-Americans when the city public school system scrapped Columbus Day, replacing it with Indigenous Peoples Day. Also in 2020, de Blasio was excluded from New York's major Columbus Day event. The head of the Columbus Citizens Foundation told the Post that the mayor was not invited to speak at the virtual event after the cancellation of the in-person occasion due to the pandemic. No, he wasn't invited. Angelo Vivello, chairman of the foundation that hosts the, hosts the annual Columbus Day Parade, told the Post at the time. Okay. I'm going to say something, and I, I swear to God, I've reached the last fucking straw with this. Indigenous Peoples Day. It's Columbus Day, you fucking politically correct fuckheads. I will continue to call it Columbus Day. Not Indigenous Peoples Day. Christopher Columbus landed at landed on this on the shores of this country he discovered this this place which brought the, which was the found which was the building blocks to start this country on its rise so please please tell me that every italian american citizen every italian period, living in America today, is happy with, the, with Columbus Day being changed to Indigenous Peoples Day. I highly doubt it. I really, really doubt it. Gunslayer, you were last to comment. You're up first. Please go. Well, you know, these these idiots today, they, they want to change everything. You know, they want to change man to a woman, woman to a man, you know, the whole fucking nine years, because they're fucked up in the head. You know, they, they, they don't want to, well, the best word for it is they don't want to offend anybody. We'll just call it that. 
we won't call Mother's Day Mother's Day or Father's Day Father's Day or any of that other stuff because it might offend somebody. Well, I hope it does. I hope you get so fucking offended that you faint and fall back in it because that's exactly what you deserve. Okay? If you're that fucking stupid to fall for this, that bullshit, which is created by the Democrats, by the way. They're the ones that fucking create all this shit. It ain't anybody else. It ain't me. It ain't you. It ain't Mike. It ain't anybody except them. They're the ones that want to change all this. They're the ones that want that wants to rewrite history. Okay? And all it's all targeted to not to offend somebody. I mean, what the fucking hell are these, are these goddamn people? Are they, are they set? Well, they are that fucked up in the head. You know, they, I've never seen anything like it. You know, pretty soon you ain't going to be be able to turn around twice and, oh, you're offended somebody. Well, yeah, fuck you. I hope you are offended, you motherfucker. Okay? Because that's what you deserve. Because you're an idiot. Go ahead. Well, let me tell you something. I offend people on a daily basis. I do. I'll give you a great example. Early this afternoon, I had to go into town. And I got on this elevator. I'm going up in the elevator. This slow-moving elevator. And there was a whole bunch of people in there when I got in. Well... I didn't plan this. It just happened. I let I let a fart out so loud and so strong that everybody in the elevator in the elevator behind me just started going, "Oh, did you have to do that? Jesus! Oh, come on, man!" I turned around and I apologized. I said, "Come on, man! Well, son of a bitch, I'm sorry I farted." And this one guy, standing in the corner, holding his nose, looks at me and goes, You son of a bitch, you're making fun of our president? I said, Motherfucker, he's your president. I didn't vote for that cocksucker. And then as the doors get ready to open, I let one more fart out and I said, Here, I just blew your president a kiss. Bye. And I walked down the hall quick. So trust me, Indigenous Peoples Day, I've got a fart with your fucking politically correct name on it. Mike, go ahead. I'm pretty sure that the Seminoles in Florida, this, if anything, this would offend them. They don't mind being called Indians. Now, Indians, that's that's a different matter. But Indians, nah. You know. Now, now this is Columbus Day, and yeah, you know, you come. He comes by. He comes over here, and basically, a lot of the Central and South American Indians, uh, the Spanish, because of the diseases and such, killed them all. You know, it it happens, right? I mean, that's, that read your well, I'd say read your history books, but who knows if that isn't 
who knows if that's in the history books. I mean, that's some of the stuff they like to they like to erase, right? You know, is how did the how did the Aztecs and Toltecs and all these people down in South America how are they not existing anymore as a as a society? But that's that's an that's an argument. But this this whole Indigenous Peoples Day and and if our buddy if our buddy uh, No Way who we haven't seen here for a while would come in here and he's not coming back. Right. Made that clear. Right. Right. So he would tell us that the Indians aren't indigenous to North America. They came a lot, you know, came over on the Earth Bridge or Land Bridge or whatever the hell it is. But anyway, that's that's neither here nor there. I mean, it it is what it is. This is just idiocy to the nth degree. But again, look at what minds this is coming out of. I mean, we have people who spend time in back rooms with cigars and and uh, and brain killing martinis, you know. You well, know, not so, so much the cigars because they, 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 there's no smoking in most buildings anymore. So, right. Well, but they just sit with the well, martinis. I'm do, sure. Yeah, yeah, that that too, that too. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And really, how can you? I I I've I've welcome going back to the smoke-filled back rooms, you know. But that's just me. At least you know you were gonna. At least when they dis, when they disappeared into those back rooms, you knew you were gonna get screwed. You kind of do now, but. Uh, you don't expect it sometimes, you know, and it's, it, it is what it is, but this indigenous people say it makes no sense. It's not logical. I mean, to put it bluntly, Mr. Spock wouldn't be for this, you know, because it's not logical. Back to you, George. Well, here's the thing. The reason they're calling Columbus Day Indigenous Peoples Day is because it's more politically correct. And it's another way to disassociate from the actual historical reference to Christopher Columbus. They're removing and and altering history to suit their political agenda. It's just that simple. Now, Cherokee Rose said it, said it actually very, very well. They're dividing people. I mean, it, it, she's right. This is a way to divide the people. Now, the government, she says that the government doesn't care about indigenous people or any other group. They want to cause division. Spot on, darling, spot on. And I want you all to think about something, too. I want everybody to think about this. 
all of this woke cancel culture nonsense that's been going on over over the last year plus, okay, is all part of the game. It's all part of the game. But what's happening with critical race theory, that's leading to going backwards in our history, back to segregation, which I am opposed to 10 billion percent. I'm sorry, but that's the direction I fear this country is going. It's going backwards. And if, if, if segregation starts happening, you better believe I'm going to be out there fighting to stop it. This ain't happening. Not in my lifetime. Not ever. But that's what I fear that is leading us to. And that is the segue into the next story I have here. McCulloch says... CRT was made up to divide people. Virginia Democrat gubernatorial candidate Terry McAuliffe has claimed critical race theory was made up to divide people. Speaking on CNN's State of the Union Sunday, McAuliffe suggested the theory has been taught in Virginia and was only used as a political talking point for division. McCulloch's comments followed earlier this summer when he referred to critical race theory as a right-wing conspiracy theory. (laughs) Right, sure it was. I really hate to see the division, the hatred. We're putting these children in this horrible position. Let's just be clear. We don't teach critical race theory. This is a made-up. This is a Trump Betsy DeVos, Glenn Youngkin plan to divide people. Right, sure it is. In a tweet, Glenn Youngkin wrote the following. Terry McAuliffe lowered academic standards and wants to put government between parents and their kids' education. The difference could not be more clear. Okay, he said that he said he wanted people to join their movement and together we'll restore Virginia's academic excellence. Now, polls have shown the race between McAuliffe and Youngkin was tight, with some saying McAuliffe was polling at 50 percent and Youngkin at 47 percent with the margin of error. So if this Democratic piece of shit McAuliffe is saying that critical race theory is is a made-up thing by the right wing. It's only to deflect from the fact that this is being put out by the Democrats. And that was proven. So I'd love to know where he gets his ideas from. Where he thinks, well, 
it's like somebody once said years ago. A friend of mine used to say, "What what do you what are you, what do you hear from your head?" Yeah. Mike, you were last to comment. What do you say? Well, one, the alleged president hears nothing from his head, but that's that's a given. Um, uh, so that's that's a given there. But yeah, and how can this? Who? Who? Whose family? writes, uh, prints up the books that have critical race theory in it, and what party do they belong to? That would be our so-called attorney general, uh, former judge, former idiot who thought he was going to be on the Supreme Court there, you know, at the end of Obama's, at the at the end of Obama's uh, reign. Oh fuck! I hung up. No, you didn't. You're still oh, here. There we go. Okay, so at the Obama, at the end of Obama's reign, that's who's printing these books up with the curriculum in it for CRT. You know, and so when he said when McCullough says, "Oh, by the way." We all know what he is. He's a Clintonista, right? McAuliffe. So uh, he is a Clintonista. But when he says it's a Republican thing from people like uh, Duncan and DeVos, now, as I recall, I don't ever remember Betsy DeVos saying anything about critical race theory. I remember saying her, her saying stuff about, you know, charter schools and things of that nature. But I critical race theory, and I don't remember Arnie Duncan talking that way either, as I as I recall. So his memory, of course, we're talking about a Democrat now again. His memory is of these things is spotty at best, and he's lying at worst. So. That's back to you, George. Well, uh, by the way, it's not Duncan; it's Youngkin, Young Youngkin, which rhymes with Duncan, as in donuts. Yeah, Um, but like I said, I don't remember him saying anything about it. So back to you, George. Yeah, no, he didn't say anything about it. DeVos didn't say anything about it. While Trump was president, he never said anything about it. When Trump was running for president, he didn't say anything about it in 2016. And I don't think he said anything about it in 2020 either. The whole time he was running for for re-election in 2020. So I'm sorry. Now, Cherokee Rose said, agrees that, yep, sure, it sure is backwards uh, in, you know, in relation to uh, the, possibility, the possibility that we could end up seeing segregation again. 
And I brought that up because I had heard something on Newsmax about it earlier today. CRT is racism against white people. Bingo. You know, I've been saying this for so long, and I'm going to say it one more time, and then I'm going to pass, the, pass it over to Mike, uh, to uh, Gunslinger, rather. How many times do I have to say this, America? I don't give a rat's ass if you're black, white, Asian, Hispanic, or pink with motherfucking purple polka dots. We are members of the same race, the human race. And if you can't accept that, board the next board get on board a rocket and fly it to and fly up to Mars. Okay? It's that simple. We every men have the same basic organ structure. Two ears, two eyes, nose, mouth, heart, liver, kidneys, spleen, and of course what they have swinging south of the border. Women, the same organ structure. Eyes, nose, ears, mouth, heart, liver, kidney, spleen. Same internal reproductive organs. And the same thing south of the, that, that all women have south of the border. Okay? Bottom line is, before it comes out of, the, out of your body, the blood is blue. When it comes out of the body, it's red. Wow. When I was on the operating table to have my spleen removed in emergency surgery, I didn't ask, I, 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 didn't, have a, I didn't ask the doctor about who donated blood to, to save my life whether they were black or white or Asian or Hispanic or anything like that. You know what I said? Thank God someone donated blood to save my life at the time. I didn't give a shit where, who, who donated it. The simple fact is someone was, was, was kind enough to do that. And up until I ended up with, with being on blood thinners, I used to donate blood all the time. But because I'm on blood thinners, I can't do that anymore. But I donated blood for years. Because someone was kind enough to do the same. And it saved my life. So, America, critical race theory is a racist idea designed by the Democrats on the left and designed to invoke racism against a certain race category. But as I said, let's remember, we are all members of one race, the human race. That's all that should matter. If I, see a, uh, if I see a white person being attacked, I'm going to come to their defense. If I see a black person being attacked, I'm going to come to their defense. If I see the same happening to someone who's Asian or Hispanic, I'm going to come to their defense. Why? Because it's the right thing to do. 
I don't give a fuck what color their skin is. They're human beings deserving the same respect I would want for myself. How much more clear does it have to be? Gunslinger? Well, you know, you're right. That the, that this critical race theory, it, it, it teaches the children to uh, be ashamed of their race. White people in particular. Because there is a war on against the white people. There's no doubt about it. You've got to be this side of stupid not to understand that there is a war on for, against white people, okay? We're the ones being discriminated against, okay? Every turn of the damn corner, okay? And sure, you can't, you know, you can't, you can't uh, uh, cure stupid. There's no doubt about that. I don't give a damn what color you are, okay? In fact, I'll sh- here's a link right here that will prove that you cannot, you cannot cure stupid. And this is a white guy. It involves guns, uh, one we like to talk about all the time. It's right there in the chat room. It's, it's the Mexico chat room. It's only 10 seconds long. But this right here proves that, the, yeah, they may be human, all right. Sure, absolutely. Got everything swinging and everything, all, all the right parts. But that, But it proves that they're stupid in the head. I ain't talking about the one between the legs. I'm talking about the one on top of the shoulder, on the shoulders there. Okay, the thing between your between your your ears called a brain. This proves how stupid these dumb fucks are. Watch that clip; it's only ten seconds long. And you tell me if he made a smart move or a very dumb move. And look at the expression on his fucking face. Go ahead. All right. Let me set this up according on. Uh... Let me set this up here on uh, on the video feed. Let's see now. Dirty name. It's not what I wanted to do. Uh, oh, come on. Be nice to me. That's better. Hate when this happens. My uh, OBS Studio software decided to freeze for a second. Good thing it didn't freeze while I while I made a face that looked like this. For those of you who are wondering, I tilted my head to one side and stuck my tongue out the side. I made a goofy face. For those of you listening on the radio side. Okay. So. Um. Matter of fact, let me do one better here. Uh, hold on a second. As soon as a, if YouTube opens up proper, come on, open Sesame, you piece of shit. Oh, sure. Gonna make me work for it, huh? That's better. Ah, you dirty name. There. Now, kill 
let me see here. Come on, that's it. Get that. Close that. Oh, you dirty man. Okay. Here goes nothing. Cross your fingers. Let's hope this works. Oh, wait. I'm not left-handed, so I'm trying to move the broadcast mouse with my uh, left hand, and I'm not going anywhere. There we go. Okay. Now, hold on a second, folks. Bear with me. Actually, this clip is 7 minutes and 51 seconds long, Gunslinger. Where'd you get 10 seconds from? You check, you check. Go down and scroll, scroll down. It says it's only 14 seconds long. Looking at it right here. Go down and scroll down about halfway. It says guns keep society safer. It's louder with Crowder. What is that? What's your name? Yeah, man. Don't you? Very well, actually, closer to the top up there. Um, are you sure? Because on on it's on the YouTube channel, it says fascist Australian leader doesn't understand freedom. Hey, you should somebody got to read it again. Copy. This is the, the this is from the link I I clicked on that you posted. So I don't know. Should it should be louder with Crowder. Dot com. It's louder with Crowder. I'm, I'm dead serious, man. It's a Twitter little video. You got me. I. <laughs> I'm sitting here looking at nope, this is a YouTube video. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> this ain't a yeah, see, see, you said it was a video, and I'm looking at. The, I, I scrolled down to the YouTube video where he talk, where he's talking to a fascist Australian leader. No, go up, 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 up. up okay. Yeah, up. I see it now. Hold on. Let me correct this then. Yeah, the the Twitter thing. Fourteen seconds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. I see. See, I'm looking for the actual video, and it's linked to the video. Of course, now I gotta wait for it to load. And it's about 13 seconds to be exact. Ah, uh, there it goes. I'll just mute that on there. Now I got it. Now I've got to reopen this. Ah. Open that. Ah. The things I do with this show 
Hold on, folks. I got to... So let me make sure I'm showing this. Yep, okay. Now to simultaneously click and hope this works. And here goes nothing. Oh, he's got a fucking gun, dude. Letting it loop here. And the guys just could not help but laugh. I mean I'm gonna keep it I'm gonna keep it playing here. And you see the guy running off. Let's see if I can stop it. He was pushing, this guy was pushing on that guy's door. Now, look at what happens. He walks away. The guy gets out, the guy's getting out of his car. I'll wind back because the, it froze. Now, look at the guy in the, in the background, the guy who got out of his car. Look on, the, look on his uh, right hip. Okay, he's got a gun. There it is, right there. Oh, sorry. Uh, there he is, and he's chasing him down. And the look on his, on the gun owner's face is like, "Yeah, you better run, motherfucker. Fucking with me like that? Get the fuck away from me." So. Yeah, not exactly a smart idea. You don't fuck with a guy with a gun. That's just stupid. That's really stupid. Very stupid. (laughs) All right. So, I'm going to do one more. We're going to run into overtime on Blog Talk Radio, but that's okay. We're still live on Mixler and and the video platforms. So we'll run one more story here. I've only got one more left. Well, actually, I have two left, but uh, I think I'll just run one here. And this one, I think, is a little more poignant to what's come with the holidays coming up. And apparently, supply chain shortages are threatening have threatened massive Christmas disappointments. Backed up ports and the corresponding lack of goods going through the supply chain could become a real-life Grinch, making for a disappointing Christmas holiday for millions. Hundreds of huge cargo ships stacked high with thousands of containers filled with clothing, electronics, toys, and staple goods are circling U.S. ports on both coasts with no slip to dock and unload. 
Now, the massive gridlock is delaying what is usually at this point in the year a cresting apex for stocking store shelves for the holiday season, a make-or-break time of year for many retailers. Ed Desmond, executive vice president of the Toy Association, told the Daily Mail, get out and buy toys now. If you see toys you think the kids are going to want for Christmas, pick them up now and tuck them away to make sure you have them. We're certainly hoping that more containers come in both for the major retailers and to help some of these small stores, but one issue that we do fear is you may not see the same breadth of selection. More than 70 ships along the West Coast have been waiting for three months in a 40-mile line to dock and unload, according to Forbes. According to the report, each ship has about 14,000 containers each valued at $100,000 in goods for a total of $106 million, uh, excuse me, $106 billion, $400 million of merchandise in shipping limbo. Compounding the problem is a backup at the nation's major re, uh, rail hubs a lack of truck drivers to drive, the con- to drive the containers to their respective warehouses, and an overall labor shortage that follows the entire supply chain to the stores selling the items. In one trade report by the Institute for Supply Management, a, respective, a representative in the paper goods industry said his business has seen a dramatic decrease in applicants for open positions, dropping from 100 per opening before the COVID-19 pandemic to just 10 applicants per job opening now. Okay. Now, while the supply chain crisis is setting up a holiday shopping nightmare for millions looking for that special gift and the possibility of disappointment for children on Christmas not getting the toy or item they want, the impact, on the, the impact on the economy is much deeper. Lacking the needed raw materials, manufacturers of all types are seeing massive production delays despite high demand. Now, according to the New York Times Saturday report, U.S. manufacturers are now waiting 92 days to assemble parts and raw materials into their respective products. Empty store shelves reminiscent of the early days of the pandemic, are again causing shortages of staples, including toilet paper, making retailers such as Home Depot, Target, and Walmart limit customer purchases. Then there is the problem of costs and inflation due to the shipping crisis. MarketWatch reported Friday that the cost of shipping items in those containers on the ships rose during the pandemic from $2,000 to $3,000 per container shipped to $20,000 per container now. Every container sitting sitting there bobbing in the ocean isn't sitting in some warehouse waiting to be leased. 
said Richard Talmadge, an insight an insight investment analyst focused on the container asset-backed bond sector for roughly 15 years. The bigger concern I have is that everything we are talking about is a supply chain issue. The forecast in several of the articles is not good for the short or long term, with many experts predicting the shortage will take more than a year to sort out. And inflation could continue as demand outpaces supply. Meanwhile, retailers, including Walmart, are taking it upon themselves to lease or charter other ships to fulfill orders. In the end, though, it might really take a miracle this Christmas to see things approaching anything close to normal. Right now, stores have a pretty healthy supply, said Jay Foreman of Basic Plus Toys. We just don't know what's going to happen when we get down the road closer to Christmas. The reason the supply chain crisis is happening, we can safely say without fear of contradiction, is thanks in part to the pandemic, But the bigger part is the Democrats still funding unemployment benefits, paying people to sit on their ass. The other issue of that is the fact that Biden turned around and told companies, well, son of a bitch, if you have more than 100 employees, you should tell your employees that if they do not get vaccinated... You're fired. That's right. He told businesses with more than 100 employees to fire employees that refuse to get a vaccine. So you add that coupled with unemployment skyrocketing and unemployment payments being, being funded in part by the government. And then you add the, the, the fact that in places like New York City, you can't go into a place unless you've been fully vaccinated and you have a mask on your, on your puss. Everything that I just laid out is all thanks to the Democrats. So is, is it no wonder that there's a supply crisis, and insult to injury, our economy right now is in trouble because of rising fuel prices. Crude oil is up over 60%. Let me say that again. Crude oil is up over 60%. The price of a, a price to fill up your tank at the pumps the prices have risen by more than a dollar a gallon. Prices at the pumps are higher now than they were a year ago. Even higher than two years ago. Okay? So, with all of those factors, it's no wonder there's a supply chain issue. If you don't have the people... To, to work the docks, to get the stuff off, off the ships, 
and you don't have the truck drivers to drive the trucks, what are you supposed to do? What happens when the supply is far smaller than the demand? Gunslinger, you were last to comment. Going to you first. Well, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. Uh, they need to do something about this because all them ships out there are both coasts. I've seen the pictures of them, and I and I believe that is they they're now saying that is what caused that major oil spill in Cal off the California coast. Because them ships are dropping anchor out there, and you know the anchor doesn't immediately anchor; it drags along the bottom of the, of the of the sea there until it digs in. Guess what? I think it split a pipe, one of them oil pipes. So look at the look at the environmental hazard that that thing caused now. So see, it's, it's causing all kinds of all kinds of, of problems, not only with broken you know uh, oil pipes, but the supply chain and everything. And now, you know, like you said, and people are firing goddamn people because they don't get the jab. Okay. Well, you know, gee whiz, that's going to come back, and it's going to fuck you in the ass is what it's going to do. And it's already happening. (laughs) I just proved what I said true. It is already happening. Supply chains, hospitals, all this shit. Uh, Pilots. Remember that thing that when the Southwest, what was it, over the weekend? Cancel what? Almost two thousand uh, flights. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they blame, and they blamed it on the weather. Okay, the lying little cocksuckers blamed it on the weather. Guess what? It wasn't the weather. The pilots walked out because they refused to get the jab because they the, the Southwest was supposed to mandate by November or something that everybody be vaccinated or they face termination. Well. Like I said, it's costing them money now. Because like I said, when them birds are not in the air, they're losing money. And when these pilots are walking out because, hey, fuck you, all right, this is a free country. I've got a choice here. I ain't taking that. Well, guess what? They're going to suffer, just like they're doing right now. Good. Well, yeah. It, it's, you know, it's like, it's, 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 it's basically cause and effect. When you do this, this is what the, this is the consequence of that action. When you do this action, the consequences are this. But the but the, the left doesn't give a fuck about that. They don't care. They truly do not care what the long term what the long term damage effect is going to be, because as far as they're concerned, everything is hunky dory, happy go lucky, everything's good. You have nothing to worry about. You can trust us. We're the government. We wouldn't lie to you. Bullshit. Mike? Mikey? Mike? Yo, I'm here. I'm here. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you now. Okay, so what I was saying is, I said, it's like Ryan White said, you can't 
fix stupid. You know, and stupid is and stupid uh Nope. And so when they say things like that and do things like that, well, what can we think? I mean, what are we supposed to think? The people that at least have a high school diploma, you know, um, even a, even to some extent a GED, all right? They did the work. They they are at least with it to some extent to know what's going on, right? But not these people. What do you expect is going to happen? You know, what do you expect is going to happen with this shit? I just, I just, I just can't. Some of the, sometimes I just cannot wrap my head around these stories, George. I just can't. Now, maybe I'm not supposed to, but I, I like to try. Back to you, brother. Let me tell you something. I've been doing this shit. We're going on, it'll be 14 years, January 4th. 14 years this coming January. And after almost 14 years of doing this shit, do you honestly think I get any understanding out of all this stuff I do on this show? Hell no. Because just when you think you've got it figured out, they throw you a curve. Yep. Just when you think you've got them all figured out, boing, they jump over the fence and they and and leave you a and leave you a shit, a bag full of shit sitting at the sitting at the end of the wall. Because Democrats, you can't figure them out unless you start thinking like them, and I wouldn't recommend that to anybody. If you start thinking like a liberal, you start becoming a fucking liberal eventually. You know, it's kind of like that old saying. Stuck on stupid? Stop thinking like a liberal. And you won't be stuck on stupid anymore. Okay? I'm just saying. You know, there's an old saying. If it ain't broke... Don't try to fix it. But that's what the Democrats love to try and do. They love to try and fix it because in their minds, their way is the only way, and it's not. Now, um, in regards to that video, by the way, of the guy you know, shoving on the car door and then walking away and the gun owner getting out of his car and chasing him down. Uh, yeah, the guy's demeanor totally changed when he sees the gun. That's what Cherokee Rose is saying. Oh, yeah. Hey, listen, if I saw a Glock sitting on somebody's belt and their hands on the Glock, do you think my demeanor wouldn't change? Of course, I would probably... I probably have a load in my in my britches because I just I probably shit my pants seeing that. But no 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 no. If I was in that guy's shoes, that's what would have happened. I wouldn't be surprised if he got home and his wife goes, 
Did you shit your shit your pants or something? Anybody with a with a brain in their head would probably go, uh, yeah, I got chased by a guy with a gun. <laughs> but if they're really smart, they won't admit to that in front of their wife. And I agree with Cherokee Rose when she says big media lying, hiding info as well. Well, yeah. I guarantee you that wouldn't happen in New York, would it? And you ain't got no gun on your side. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I know what you mean. And even if you did, you can't show it because then you could be charged oh. with brandishing. Yeah. See, that's just fucked up. Well, you know, there's, belief. there's a, I mean, the, with the same situation there, the guy was in, he was legally justified while that guy was banging on his door and trying to open the door. He could have shot him right there because he feared for his life. Okay. Yeah. If, you know, it showed him right there. If he was trying to open the door and trying to carjack or whatever, he could have pulled that gun and shot him dead right there. Now, now I didn't notice where he, that took place. Did you? I didn't know where it was. That looks like some intersection somewhere. I, I don't know where what state it was in. But when but obviously, yeah, it was that's, open, that's what I was referring to. Yeah, it was obviously it was an open carry state. Uh, but yeah, but not not all ran, open carry states have the castle doctrine either. Not all of them well, do. Been, Only a small handful. Well, yeah. You, well, you got a you got the castle doctrine, and you also got open carry, which is a little bit different, just like constitutional carry. But what my point is mm. that when he started running away, he couldn't have shot him then. He had his hand on his gun to scare him. Yes, you can do that down mm. here, but he couldn't have shot him because the threat had already stopped. Once the threat, and I've said this before, just for just giggles and grins, and make sure that everybody knows that does carry a gun. As long as you fear for your life, when he's sitting there trying to get into your into your door of your vehicle or your house or your outhouse, if you're in the outhouse, it doesn't matter. You can use just If they still have an outhouse in this day and age. Oh, yeah. Well, in case, in case you do, you know, who knows? You could use just a well, they, they, could, they could have a porta potty in their yard. Oh, yeah, porta potty, yeah. Same thing. That's an outhouse. Um, yeah, but once he starts running away... You can't shoot him, okay, because you'll go to prison exactly. because the threat, the threat has now passed, and you're no longer in fear for your life. He's running, you know, like shooting him in the back. No, 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 you can't do that. But as long as he's breaking in and threatening right there, that moment, that's when it all changes. Good. Exactly. Well, sadly, we have reached the end of our line here tonight for the broadcast. But as always, oh, do not let your heart be troubled, America, because we still have one piece of final business to conduct. And that's with the final thoughts. But I want to take this opportunity to thank Cherokee Rose, Extra Mower, Lily Red Wolf, and Roxy's. I think that's the way it's pronounced. I'm not sure. Hopefully I pronounced it right. 
uh, for tuning in on the video feeds. And of <coughs> excuse me. Wow, that was really un- unfortunate and unnecessary. And of course, I'm talking about the hiccup and the burp that followed. Sorry, folks. Uh, and of course, joining me on the phone lines and via Mixler, Mike in Louisiana, and of course, Gunslinger from the Lone Star State of Texas. Two very important announcements to make. One, fire, actually three. I have three tonight that I need to go I would give you real quick. First, Firefox News Online goes to its winter schedule starting November 8th, 2021. We'll be on the air Monday through Thursday from 10 p.m. At, at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, and 7 Pacific Time, three hours a night. That's number one. Number two, Firefox News Online has, I'm announcing it very early, so this way you have plenty of time to, to prepare for it. We'll have the annual Christmas broadcast, the Christmas Eve broadcast. We, we're going to air all kinds of Christmas music, some, some songs sung by yours truly. Uh, of course, there will also be the, Yule, the, our, the Firefox News Online Yule Log, the reading of the Nativity, Twas the Night Before Christmas, and of course, lots of fun, fun, fun. That will be done over the video platforms. So be sure to join us. And it will be archived on rumble.com slash the FFNOIBN. Um, I, fell, I fell behind putting a lot of the videos up lately uh, of this broadcast. And I do apologize for that. But I've had other situations come up during the day that needed my attention, uh, both health-wise and personal life business. So uh, I will have I will get them I will get caught up uh, over the next several days and I again apologize if you're looking at Rumble and not finding the most recent uh, Firefox News online archive. Okay, and finally, most important of all, this broadcast has been on for over 13 plus years and. It's only in recent in the last couple of years that I've had to ask for help from you, the viewer and listener. And we're not set up to help so you can take it off on your taxes. I do apologize for that. But if you like what Firefox News Online does, if you like the discussions that we have here, the fun that we have here, then I'm asking you for your help. Send a non-tax-deductible donation to paypal.me slash firefoxnewsonline. That's paypal.me slash firefoxnewsonline. Proceeds are taken and put right back into the broadcast. And many of the proceeds uh, will also help to upgrade some of the uh, smaller pieces of equipment that are starting to really show their age like the XLR cables on my, uh, that, go, that connect my microphones to the audio board. Uh, those things are not cheap. And a lot of what I do here has, does come out of my back pocket at times, but it doesn't hurt to ask for help. 
I was told that a long time ago. So remember, paypal.me slash firefoxnewsonline if you would like to help us out. And to those of you who have helped in the past, as always, you have my sincere gratitude. Now, we go to final thoughts. And tonight, I'm going to kind of change up the order a little bit, just a tiny bit. We'll start with Gunslinger, then we'll get Mike's, and then I'll give you mine. So, Gunslinger, your final thoughts, starting us out. Well, real quick, you didn't get to it, but, you know, Governor Abbott down here in Texas, he definitely made by executive Mm. order yesterday, I think it was, that there will be no vaccine mandate in the state of Texas, period. Private, business, government, doesn't matter, and they'll face up to $12,000 in fines if they do. Yay for for Governor Abbott. And there will be more and more states doing you know, there will be more and more states doing this. You can you can take that to the bank, okay? Uh, so, you know, because he even stated, you know, if it's it's your choice, you want to take it or you don't want to take it, and it will not be forced upon you. Go ahead. All right. And, uh, Gunslinger, please do remind me tomorrow because I do want to bring that story up here on the broadcast. Uh, I meant to do that tonight, and unfortunately, you're right, I forgot all about it. And that's my fault. Mike, from the low, from from way down there in Cajun country, your final thoughts, please. All I gotta say is this: is what can you say? Policies, stupid policies come from stupid people. Back to you, George. Yes, uh, and that's true. They do. Unfortunately. Well, tonight in my final thoughts, you know, we we sit here uh, week after week talking about politics. Uh, we have a little fun during the course of the broadcast and stuff. But what we talk about are things that have an effect, whether directly or indirectly, to the American people. And the reason we do that, when I say we, I'm talking about myself and the people that I talk with on the phone lines. The reason we do that is because a lot of times you'll tune into news channels and you'll get uh, these paid pundits and contributors. We can't pay anybody to do that. And even if we could, we wouldn't. You know why? Because we want to hear from real Americans Real people, people who are affected every day by this economy, by the policies enacted by this alleged president. When, when it comes down to it, nominating somebody that's willing to end banking as we know it, that's not helping the American people. That's going to do more damage to the American people in this economy. It's going to create a firestorm of problems for everyone, regardless of of economic standing. It's a disaster waiting to happen. It truly is a disaster waiting to happen. 
as for um, as for the um, bear with me I'm, I'm having a I'm having a senior moment folks so bear with me as for the critical race theory stuff okay critical race theory is a racist idea developed by the left in response to the woke cancel culture stupidity. And I'm going to tell you something right now, folks. Between you, me, and the four winds, like I've said before, and I am going to say it again, I do not give a flying fuck what your skin color is. I don't care if you're black or white, Asian or Hispanic, or pink with purple polka dots. As I said before in tonight's broadcast, we are all members of one race, the human race. And when people start realizing that and accepting that reality for what it truly is, we can live in peace together. We could have a wonderful, wonderful world indeed. And finally, in regards to Columbus Day, ever since I was a small child, ever since I was a small boy, Columbus Day has always been Columbus Day. It was never called Indigenous Peoples Day. That is something made up by the left to make it politically correct for the woke cancel culture. I will always refer to Columbus Day as Columbus Day because I'm not a, I am not a history denier. Not now or ever. And that, my dear viewers and listeners, you can take to the bank. Well, that'll do it for this edition of Firefox News Online. For the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. I'm George Sinzer. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back for the Tuesday night edition we'll do this all over again. And believe me, we will. Y'all be good, and if you can't be good, be careful. And if you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. And with that, we now will close this this edition this edition is is done 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 sent to the is on its way to the central arc to the national archives for whatever reason probably just to sit there and collect dust but until tuesday night from the firefox news online headquarters in new york take care all with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.